Let's get to the fan focus. All right, leading us off, it's going to be Ken and Lima as the two of them discuss what to do with DTR. In the second game, I think the Steelers did a reasonable job of, of making adjustments to shut him down, obviously. So now I go, okay, can he learn I mean, from We were that? going backwards the entire second can half. He, but can he, I understand that, but can he learn from that and make this better? And I know that there's a lot of people out there, when they hear me say that, they're cringing because they think I'm doing an experiment during a 7-3 and three season here. I mean, that sounds like something you do for a 1-9 and nine football team, not 7-3. And, three. and that's, like, the, let's see and that's the difference. And, I, I'm not try, and I understand that. I'm not trying to do that. But my situation is I'm kind of left with no other situation. If it were him or Josh Dobbs or him or Jacoby Brissett, i got to pick one of those other guys. But right now, I'm kind of in an old Mother Hubbard situation here where I, I can't go back to P.J. Walker because he just turns the ball over like crazy. I can trust Dorian Thompson-Robinson to try to make a safe to try to make a safer throw, even though I know there were Man, plenty of times. DT, I know. DTR I left know. some out there. Yeah, he left it, some out there. It, 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 I mean, it, sometimes it, it, it. sometimes turnover, no turnover <laughs> is luck, and I, he had a few out there that, that easily could have gone the other way. But I, I think that right now I just brought Joe Flacco in. I don't really want to put Joe Flacco in a bad situation. I don't want to either. This is what makes this tough. Like they're they're saying the same things I'm saying, and just I just Ken just has better bedside manner with it, is what I believe. If Josh Dobbs was here, you'd want Josh Dobbs, right? I mean, there's there's just other better quarterbacks than what DTR has shown us. It doesn't mean DTR is is done. It doesn't mean that he's spent. It just this defense is so good. And this team as a whole is so good, they deserve the right to have better quarterback play than what we've seen. Eight touchdowns to 13 interceptions is the Browns' quarterback play this year. As a whole, as a collective, they have been worse with a passer rating than every team in the NFL. And it's just uh, it's a football travesty. The fact that we have such a good roster top to bottom, but our quarterback play has been so... It's not even average. It's not even close to average. It's the furthest thing from average. It's been bad. And I hate to put this all at the feet of DTR, but the the, the breaking point for me is that DTR wasn't good this past weekend. He was not good. But he gets the win because for 58 minutes he vomited all over his shoes, and for the final two minutes he got the win, and enough people are just here to say okay. And I just wonder if it's wishful thinking. I just wonder if we're rewriting how the game even went down in our own brains because it makes us feel better because we know that if the Browns were to have average quarterback play, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. How good this team is. All right, Nick, on turkey and stuffing. I will say, if I go to your house and you don't have good stuffing, I think less of you. It's just a reality. Fair. I remember, I, guys, you can understand my mom makes good stuffing. I make tremendous stuffing because I learned how to make from my mom. My mama makes great stuffing. And I even remember like lecturing my Aunt Wendy, whom I love and is a P1 of this show, and I hope uh, hopefully she remembers this fondly. I remember her being like, ah, I feel like the stuffing needs something. So stuffing matters is what I'm saying. The, the second thing is, if you say you don't like turkey, you've just told me you've never actually had somebody properly cook a turkey. Because turkey, there's one day a year. If you tried to make turkey on Easter, we'd all look at you sideways, right? It just doesn't fit the occasion. If you tried to make it on just a random Tuesday, we'd probably... But fall, and specifically on Thanksgiving, no. You can have it spatchcocked, you can have it smoked, you can have it in one of those giant bag things. I have had so much good turkey in my life. 
Yeah. I mean, first part is fair. I love stuffing. Stuffing is my favorite part of Thanksgiving. There's no question about it. But I give people a pass that don't make a good turkey. You said it right there in your own take, Nick. You only you don't make it at Easter. You don't make it at Christmas. Those are ham occasions. You make turkey once a year. If you're bad at making turkey, it's because you don't ever make turkey because nobody asks for turkey outside of Thanksgiving. Now, I might have like a turkey sandwich or something. I do like turkey in general. But if I go to somebody's house and they're like, what's on uh, what's on the menu tonight? Like, oh, yeah, Bill made this big old turkey. I'm like, what other meats did you make? It's a little weird to make a big old turkey. It's not Thanksgiving. So, I don't know, maybe once a year is enough practice for you. It's not enough practice for me. I would need, I hell, are you kidding me? I make a great whatever. My wife the other day was bragging about my chili. She's like, you make a great chili. And I'm like, I don't remember how I made that chili. It was last football season. I haven't made it yet this year. I got I to gotta re-download all my recipes and then go from there in order to make something good. Like, it's, come on, it's once a year. You can, it's okay. All right, next up, Jim Tressel joining Baskin and Phelps on the game. There's so much noise around the Ohio State-Michigan game that the key is getting focused in on today's practice and the first play of the game and the second play of the game. And and it's harder. It's hard for the coach, but it's even harder for the players because they hear all the noise. And so it really comes down, whether it's that game or the postseason games, is who can keep the focus on what you need to do to win every situation every moment of the game, knowing it's going to come down to the end in, in many big games. and uh, But I, I've been I, I've said all along, I'm a Ryan Day fan. I, I think he's done a heck of a job. It's an interesting little dialogue there. I, I never thought about the game the same way as uh, people approach the Super Bowl, right, where it is the biggest game of the year for him. There's no question about it. And, you know, when you go to the Super Bowl, it's like it's not just going to the Super Bowl. It's the fact that you got to deal with hotel arrangements. you got to deal with family requests. you got to deal with everything else that accompanies playing on a big-time stage and having those big-time moments. And it really bogs people down. I never thought about that with college. I just always – I don't know. I, I didn't play college football. I just always think – I think to myself, it's like any other week. Yeah, it's a bigger game, but it's like any other week. You go to the hotel, you do the bus ride, you do whatever you need to do. You probably got more family requests for things. You got more people pumping you up, more people in your ear. It's probably a little bit different for a lot of reasons. All right, next up. Ken and Lima discuss Lima's flat tire he got entering the garage today. So poor Tone's got a flat tire. It's it's a mess. And Tone's going through it right now. He's got to do the whole thing, so he's like, Every break, texting and doing the whole thing. Because I said, well, you got to try to. Why should you do it? You got the whole insurance rigmarole. Yeah, I mean, come and do it. I, it's, it's believe it or not, somebody who is not handy, and you know how non-handy I am. I mean, You're I, handier than you give. Credit. No, I don't know about that. Nah. Um, you worked on a golf course. You had to fix it. Well, that's the thing. So I did have to replace a lot of tires, and I know it's a little different on the golf carts and the trucksters and all that stuff. I can change a tire, but it's kind of like, well, I'm doing the radio show. You might as well get two why birds not just at have, once. If yeah. it's covered, why not yeah. have somebody else do it? No, have them come out and do it. Yeah. I've gotten to this level of success where I can just have other people do well, it, and I pay for it. a lot of people are able to do it, yeah, and you pay and for it. And I pay for it. So there you go. Congratulations on all your success. Yes. Unless you want to unless you want to just lose me for the next. No, I do not. I do not. And I don't want to have to wait for the podcast, and I don't want to do any of that stuff. I thought it was and weird I, you put coveralls on. And I'm very, <laughs> the, part of the reason I will tell you this the is safety that vest. I, I encourage them. I go, go get your phone out and do the insurance because I'm not getting roped into helping. Well, I that was not, that was one of the things that I was absolutely going to be the next part of uh-huh. this. Yeah, I mean, at this point. 
You got to go insurance, right? Yeah, you got to go insurance. I... Is there anybody at the station that if they asked me for help, is anybody asking me for help on changing a tire? I can change a tire. I don't know that anyone's asking me for help. Is there anybody at the station that if they asked me for help in changing a tire, I'd like to think I'd help most people that asked if I, if I change a tire. I'd like to think I would. I don't know, though. I have a baby. I got a wife at home. I, I got to get home. I, I, I don't know. I do feel like that is the type of thing. If you have happened, you, you call you call somebody. You call an insurance company, you get somebody on the horn, and they come on out and they change it. What he should have done is called the Downtown Cleveland Alliance, though. They fix anything. They're fantastic, and you don't have to deal with insurance or anything. It's a great organization. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, though. Is changing a tire that tough for, for Anthony Lima at this point? Uh, okay. All right, last up. Nick on a potential Stefanski extension. The only foreseeable risk that I can see going into next year is I still don't know that Kevin Stefanski and and Deshaun, they might like each other. They might trust each other. But I still don't know that I've seen Kevin Stefanski put Deshaun consistently in a position to be Deshaun. And that's really interesting. When, when, and I I can't remember who said it. Um, one of one of the Browns guests we've had going into last week were said something equivalent to that Kevin Stefanski loves the MacGyver approach. Like when you have a lesser quarterback, he loves throwing together a game plan that is like a piece of bubble gum and a, it was Jason Lloyd. Okay, so we'll actually ask him about that at five twenty. Um, but like he loves the idea of being able to win with less and being able to game plan in a in a situation that is less than optimal. And that's great. But but when things have been optimal, I've yet to see him game plan for Deshaun in a way that makes sense and brings out the best in Deshaun in all four quarters. All right, we'll ask Daryl Ryder about that when we come on back. It's overtime with Jonathan Beadle here with you on the fan.